from the moment you sign that contract with a new client, they are expecting you to take the lead. So what do you do on that first kickoff call when you're beginning your work relationship? I've got you covered. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, it's Emily Reagan. Welcome back to the show where I'm supporting digital marketing assistants and freelancers and virtual assistants in their online digital service business journey. Wow, that was a mouthful. AK, if you're working online as a VA, I got your back. If you're doing marketing work, I got your back. This podcast, I interview other freelancers and talk about their services, their journey, and I also give tips to help you get better with your client work. Just know this about me. I love the techie stuff. I love the marketing techie stuff. But sometimes our client work really revolves around our relationships, our communication, and the tools behind the scene that we use to get the work done. It's about communicating. And that's why on today's podcast, I want to talk about this very crucial onboarding element, the kickoff call. The kickoff call happens when you first assign a client and they agree to work with you. They've agreed to your prices. They've looked at your proposal. They've looked at your portfolio and they've chosen you and you've chosen them, right? It's a two-way street here. And so after they've signed the contract, you need to give yourself leeway and set a date to really kick off the relationship. So we call this the kickoff call. From the very beginning, when you have a signed contract, you are now an independent contractor. You've been hired to provide a service. You are not an employee. The IRS wants you to behave in your business like a contractor. And so you set the meetings, you have expenses you're incurring, and you have profit to gain from this relationship. From the get-go, your clients are expecting you to take the lead in this area. Just think of it like this. The U.S. government contracts with Boeing to make all the airplanes and whatever other stuff they do. They're not doing the work. They're relying on Boeing to build the planes and do everything behind the scenes to make sure that plane can fight during war and support troops and airmen and whatnot. Their government isn't overseeing every little micro step within Boeing's business. Same thing with you, even if you're a virtual assistant or a service provider of any sorts. You manage the work and you get the results. So you cannot sit back and wait for your client to tell you what to do. I want you to assume responsibility and ownership. Now, some of the businesses we walk in, the clients aren't as clear. They don't have defined roles. They don't have SOPs. And we got it. You can start messy and you can run with it and you can build the position you want to work for, 100%. But if you're coming to the table with more experience, you might have a more defined role, you might have already ironed out that. What I don't want to see happening is this onboarding process that drags on forever, especially when you're new and you don't know that you should stand up for yourself. A process that drags on forever is painful for both of us, the client and the business owner. So what drags on about it? waiting for someone to start, thinking they're going to start right away and they're not because they haven't communicated that there's a setup and audit time, that there's research that they're doing, realizing that it takes a little while to jump in. Oh my gosh, the amount of business owners I hear complaining that they hired someone on Monday and they're not ready to rock and roll by Thursday is maddening. It's just not realistic. But I don't want to see you jumping in too quickly. 
We need to take our time. We need to learn the business, the process, where assets are. And it's not this overnight sensation. But if it drags on too long, it makes us both want to quit. So you being organized from the get-go, knowing what you need to do your job, what the client needs to provide, will just set everyone up for success. But I've also seen it the reverse, where people start too quickly. They are just thrown into the fire, and they also end up wanting to quit. I've seen this happen with OBMs, too, in businesses, because they didn't take the time to onboard them, to bring them up to speed, to set them up for success, give them access to things they need to be able to do their job. I started once, I've shared this story here on the podcast where this client was in a burning fire with the social media and I offered to help and I started right away before getting everything ironed out and kosher and they were not happy. From the get-go, they weren't happy. What I should have done is paused for two weeks before I started and done things the right way. But I just had this sense that they wanted that and I was silly. I wasn't really thinking that long-term that actually hurts my business and my reputation what I was doing starting fast was really not what they wanted. What they wanted was quality. Not saying my posts weren't quality, but you understand me. They needed time to approve and all of that. Okay, so this kickoff call is instrumental in setting the tone with your working relationship that you are in charge, that you are not an employee as well. So from the beginning, you will set that call the second you sign a contract. And I encourage you to use booking links so you're not having this back and forth with what times meetings are. Go ahead and have your calendar ready or have your client supply their booking link and just do it that way. Now know this, if you are doing project work, there's a chance that you've been at it a while and you have perfected this kickoff call because you know exactly what you need to do to do your job. This podcast might not help you as much, or maybe it'll give you some insight, but the goal if you're doing project work is to get it done to a science and then have it automated in a program like HoneyBook or Dubsado where you're not having to kick off emails and make requests. You know exactly what you need. But for those of us who are newer, who are doing retainers, who have these ongoing packages with clients, we're not having the onboarding and offboarding that the project works have. Our clients are not churning. So it's usually... It's okay to not have this formal onboarding process that's not entirely automated. Plus, some of the work we're doing is very customized, so it kind of makes it impossible to have it all automated anyway. So I have some main points for your kickoff call that I want you to make sure you do. At the beginning of your call, set an agenda. Set the intention for the meeting, a hard stop time, and know that time frame. Really stick to it because it's communicating your time boundaries from the get-go with your clients. I want to make sure you come organized. Take your time. I teach inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School to gather a lot of pertinent information with your client intake form and then in the discovery call. There are some things that you can do on your own so you don't look like an idiot, so you look like you actually did your research and your homework. There are other things, especially when it comes to emotional pain points, problem areas that you want your clients to articulate. But take all of that and bring it to that kickoff call. Show that you're paying attention. Pay attention to their offers. Pay attention to their seasons of launching and at least know some of that. You wanna ask the right questions, the smart questions, and not the questions that are already out there and easily answerable on your own if you took five seconds to search for it. That's probably the most irritating thing as a business owner right now is getting those questions that seem redundant and are obvious. Smart questions make you look smart. And sometimes it's just hard to find things. Sometimes things are hidden. When you're new, don't be ashamed to ask for help either. It definitely is a balance. But you being organized with what you want to talk about, what you need answered, any other questions about the role, that is crucial. 
So during this kickoff call, I want you to schedule it for an hour. I want your client to take the time to sit down with you and give you access to everything you need to do your job. This will prevent both of you from dragging out this process, wanting to pull your hair out and quit. This is when business owners think it's just easier if I do it. You want to make it easier on them. You want to make yourself indispensable. So think about all of the things you need access to. The tech stack, the folders, the assets. Chances are your client does not have a perfect onboarding system for new hires. They're probably not churning teammates like crazy either, and that's okay. There might be an opportunity for you to help build that. So what I like to do is share passwords with LastPass. I have a love-hate relationship with LastPass. Passwords are my nemesis, but it does make it easier for communicating password and changes with your teammates. So also getting access to the things that have two-factor authentications and verifications is important. Facebook, Google, that first time you log into YouTube and Pinterest that go through Google. GoDaddy is like this. Active campaign can be like this. Email service providers. That is all crucial. But think about what you need logins for. Do you need to be added to WordPress so you can log in as a user? Do you need to be added to the Facebook page? Create a checklist with the things that you need to do your job that you've already discussed. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the workgroup with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. Now, before this kickoff call even starts, I want you to set an agenda, an intention, and a time frame, and really own this and say, this is what we're going to do. So have a checklist for your clients. This is everything you need from the client to get you. And don't expect them just to remember it from a meeting. Have a checklist that you provide bonus points if you have your own branding on there so everyone remembers you are the business owner here. This checklist is going to give you access to the things you need and give your clients the directions for what they need to take care of on their end. Because you cannot run their business for them. They still need to show up and put in a little bit of blood and sweat and tears to give you access to the right things, right? So think in terms of access to tech, like their project management tool, access to calendars, to Google Drive. Think about crucial SOPs that will help you do your job, access to brand assets like logos, branding voice guides, headshots, all of that is crucial. Canva is a pain to add a team member to, make sure they do that. And then think about giving them instructions of how to do something. So when I have a quiz funnel client, I have a checklist and I just make a copy for every client and I say, here, you need to do this. Now, in some cases, it gets confusing. 
Facebook ads manager is always changing. Meta business suite's always changing. And so I have linked to articles for them to click and figure out how to give me access to the right ads account. I also get a lot of mistakes. People will accidentally add me to their personal account, not their business account. So I'm very thorough about what they need to do. And I have a little checklist for them to check it off. You can create little Loom videos on loom.com, create these free little videos of how to do things, and then you'll start building your own resource library of how to do things, and maybe one day you'll have a course like me, because that's how mine started. Now, it's really crucial that you document everything when you're starting with a new client, so taking screenshots of where they are, making note of numbers of everything, and then that way you can prove down the road that you've gotten results, and this will help you with the pay raise. If you want to know more about that, listen to episode 112, How to Raise Your Rates as a Virtual Assistant. So when you document everything, you're really building your case, and that will help you in your portfolio and everything you do. Now, with this kickoff call, I also want you to set the promotions, set the calendar, what's coming up, what are we focused on, get your client to verbalize the work they want you to do, because you're not going to do work that you weren't asked to do that you won't get paid for legally. They need to tell you that this is the work they want to do. You accept it, right? And it's all about priorities. The client can't have you doing 25 things. They have to list their priorities in what order they want you to work on things. So if you're in a retainer time-based situation, I always like to have a long-term and a short-term project. I like to know my budget, my scope, and all of that. And then set the meeting. If there's not already regular team meetings, go ahead and set that next meeting with your client. And again, take the reins. I hope this podcast video helped you. Your confidence will come with time. Your communication, your etiquette, really steering these meetings is going to come with time and experience. So give yourself a break if you're new. Permission to start messy and start practicing and get better. All right, and every time we get better, we think of questions we should have asked. We think of things that we needed. Don't apologize for it. Own that you need it. Something came up and sometimes things don't work. And if you need to get help from your client, don't be afraid to ask. We do not want that onboarding process to drag out too long. Be prepared to spend an hour or two at the computer getting access to things you need. Give yourself time before you just jump into the work. It's probably the hardest thing about the job. I always joke about this, like getting that password from the client, probably the biggest hassle. And so you are going to have to be therapist to them, kind of coaching them through this process. And if you've done it once before, it just gets easier and easier. And then just note, if you ever change your browser, it's all going to start over. Uh, Just the other day, ActiveCampaign was making me do the two-factor thing, even though it's my own computer and the same IP address. I just don't understand it. Just never clear your cache or your cookies, right? You don't want to assume your clients are going to be prepared for you. You will have to tell them what you need, and you will have to take the reins. You will be training them. A lot of times I equate it to a little toddler. You teach them how to teach you. They're going to have a tantrum. You don't give your toddler a piece of candy in the middle of the tantrum, right? Right? Okay, so if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on social. I could use that social proof. Do an Instagram story and tag me. I would love that. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Leave me a review. That helps me out so much with getting this podcast out there, growing my own audience. And I just love your feedback. There's another topic you'd like to hear. Shoot me a DM. I'm over at Emily Reagan PR. And if you're already doing this client work, you just need help getting more clients. If you want access to trainings like podcast pitching, podcast management, launching webinar support, cool little techie tricks you can do inside ConvertKit and WordPress, then join the Digital Marketing Workgroup. 
The application is below in the show notes. I would love to see your name come through. I would love for you to join our small community of freelancers. Join our water cooler. We also hang out and have mixers and lots of fun. We support each other. We encourage each other because this stuff is hard. It's not easy. You can't do it alone. And I'm here for you. All right. I'll see you next episode. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. It's infuriating. Is infuriating. Infuri- I can't say that word. The amount, I don't want to say infuri- infuriating. What can I say instead?